Hello, this is Nikdha from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, the 17th of September, which also happens to be our dear Prime Minister's 69th birthday. It was all rainbows and butterflies for Prime Minister Modi today. This morning, he happily released a laundry bag full of butterflies at Butterfly Garden in Gujarat's Narmada district. That was not a joke, it was indeed a laundry bag. You can check the video for yourself. I don't know why they gave him a laundry bag. Anyway, apart from releasing butterflies into the open air where they already belong, the Prime Minister also conducted an aerial survey of Sardar Patel's statue that he had inaugurated last October. He even tweeted a video of the statue saying, and I quote, Have a look at the majestic statue of unity, India's tribute to the great Sardar Patel. Unquote. Thousands of birthday wishes came in for the Prime Minister, including one from Rahul Gandhi, who sent his best wishes saying, and I quote, May he be blessed with good health and happiness always. Unquote. The tweet ended with a rainbow emoji. Union ministers Amit Shah, Rajnath Singh, Nirmala Sitaraman and S.J. Shankar too wished the Prime Minister. The strangest wishes, however, were from Amrita Fadnavis, wife of Maharashtra Chief Minister Devendra Fadnavis, who said in a tweet, and I quote, Wishing the father of our country, Narendra Modi ji, a very happy birthday, unquote. Z News 2 tweeted out saying, and I quote again, Mahanayak Modi ko jan din par shubkamnaye dein. Hashtag happy birthday Modi par tweet kar apna sandesh bhejein, unquote. By the way, did you guys know Prime Minister Modi was a teenage acting sensation? No? Didn't you read the India Today article about it? Apart from being a little too buttery, the piece was also riddled with grammatical errors and contorted sentences. So, Team News Laundry fixed it. Check it out on newslaundry.com. The opposition attacked the BJP government today for detaining the National Conference Chief Farooq Abdullah under the Public Safety Act. Congress leader Salman Khurshid said, and I quote, The arrest of Farooq Abdullah threatens the identity of the country. He is one of the leaders who upheld the unity and integrity of the country in Jammu and Kashmir. His entire family, including his father and son, have served the state and the union. Unquote. Two National Conference MPs, Muhammad Akbar Lone and Hasnain Masoodi also said, and I quote, How can a three-time chief minister and a sitting MP pose any threat? Such moves will have dire consequences. This will not cow down the NC and we will continue with its struggle. Unquote. They also alleged that the BJP government was resorting to undemocratic measures to prove their case. The entire situation seems quite ironic, especially for the former chief minister because the PSA or the Public Safety Act was implemented by his own father, Sheikh Abdullah, in 1978. The act allows for the central government to detain a person for two years without a trial if he or she is perceived to be a threat to public safety. Sheikh Abdullah had introduced the act to discourage the rampant timber smuggling in the state since the act allowed for a jail term without a trial for up to two years. During the early 1990s, when militancy erupted in the state, the PSA proved to be quite useful for the police and security forces. After the controversial Armed Forces Special Powers Act was introduced in Jammu and Kashmir in 1990, the PSA was flagrantly used for picking up people in the state. The act was amended in 2012 and some of its stricter provisions were relaxed. After the amendment, period up to which a first-time offender or individual can be put in detention without trial was reduced from two years to six months. In what seems like a huge setback for the former UP Chief Minister Mayawati, all six MLAs of her Bahujan Samaj party in Rajasthan joined the governing Congress late last night. 
द बी एस पीज राजेंद्र गुडा जोगेंद्र सिंह अवाना वाजिब अली लखन सिंह मीना संदीप यादव एंड दीपचंद खेरिया हैव जॉइन द कांग्रेस टेकिंग इट्स टैली पास द मेजोरिटी मार्क ऑफ हंड्रेड एंड वन टू हंड्रेड एंड सिक्स इन द टू हंड्रेड मेंबर असेंबली The anti-defection law under the 10th schedule does not apply when more than two-thirds of a party's strength defy the whip, so all six will remain MLAs. The BSP had decided to support the Congress in the Assembly when it was one short of the majority mark of 101 in the Assembly elections last year. The local body elections in Rajasthan are due in November. The fuming ex-chief minister expressed her ire on Twitter saying and I quote the Congress has always been against BR Ambedkar and his ideology this is why Ambedkar had to resign as the country's first law minister the Congress never honored him with Bharat Ratna which is sad and shameful the Congress party in Rajasthan by creating a split amongst BSP MLAs has once again proved that it is untrustworthy and a cheat unquote 22-year-old Sekulu Naika from Nagaland has been selected for the 120 under 40, the new generation of family planning leaders. It is an initiative by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation to raise awareness about family planning and reproductive health around the world. As a part of the initiative, Sekulu will join 40 people around the world to undertake projects that will benefit young people in sexual and reproductive health issues. In an interview to Indian Express she said and I quote one of my closest friends in school had to undergo an abortion she did not have the courage to tell me about it until after it was done later she told me that it was the most humiliating experience of her life because of the way the nurses treated her at the clinic unquote Sekulu says Nagaland suffers from a deep lack of awareness about sexual health it is no wonder that it has the third highest rate of HIV in the country Apart from her, two Indians, Suchi Bansal from University of Chicago and Rajesh Kumar Rai, a senior research scientist at the West Bengal Health and Family Welfare Department, have also been selected. Saudi Arabia and the United States are moving closer to blaming Iran for the weakened attack on Saudi oil facilities. Yesterday, the Saudis said that Iranian weapons had been used but went no further and refrained from calling for retaliation. They also said that the strikes had not been launched from Yemen, home of the Houthi rebels who claimed responsibility for what they said were drone strikes. The US said cruise missiles might have been involved and President Trump said that the possibility of Iranian involvement was being assessed. The Houthis have threatened more drone attacks and Iran has denied any responsibility. After the drone attacks on Saudi Arabia's Abqaiq plant last weekend, oil prices jumped faster than any time in over a decade. The plant accounts for 5% of total global oil supplies. A nearby facility took 5.7 million barrels a day of the production offline for at least a few days. Voting began today in Israel's second election in the last 5 months. The first ended inconclusively when Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu failed to form a coalition government, a first for Israel. Mr Netanyahu is also facing possible indictment on accusations of bribery fraud and breach of trust. Aside from Mr Netanyahu's political career, there are concerns about the direction of the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, a central issue in Israel's secular religious divide. Another deadlock is possible and some are already predicting a third election in Israel. Now for some homegrown stuff from newslaundry.com. Do watch the latest episode of TV Newsense where Manisha looks at the TV coverage of Chandrayaan 2 and the celebrations on TV news channels on 100 days of Modi. 
If you like what you see, then please subscribe to News Laundry. As you might know, News Laundry is a 100% ad-free news platform. Help us stay alive and pay to keep news free. A monthly subscription costs as low as 300 bucks. Go to www.newslaundry.com slash subscription and pick a plan of your choice. Thank you. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.